What's up, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Beanball Podcast. Today, we're going to break down the American League. Let's get it started. What's up, everybody? We are welcome to the Beanball Podcast. We are your hosts, Alan and Alan. What's going on, everyone? So what's up, man? Happy St. Patrick's Day. Hey. Well, the day we're recording this. That's right. Happy St. Patty's Day. But, you know, even though I know how much happier it is around America right now <laughs> and everywhere else in the world. I didn't really get to celebrate St. Patty's Day like I should have because uh, I had a dentist appointment today, so I left work a little early, but as I was leaving, they were getting ready to do Irish car bombs. Oh, uh, at work? Yeah. I remember the first year you sent me the picture of y'all's <laughs> cooler. I'm like, what kind of job is this? <laughs> yeah, man. Whiskey, beer. I'm like, this kind of a place I, I want to be. Yeah, dude. Every every Friday at 4 o'clock, we drink. Yeah. I, mean, I don't drink because I don't drink as like, like I used to, but yeah. I could. <laughs> and I think it's crazy that this is like, it, especially for me, it's been a year now since I've really worked a full week of work. Wow. You know, this is the week where I found out I was getting furloughed. My wife's getting furloughed. It's like, it's insane. It's been a year. And here we are again, like still slowly getting out of it. But, you know, summer coming up for me. But I don't know. We're still not unsure about it. But let's get into some baseball talk. YouTube will be back with some 21 games again this year for the third straight year with a deal with MLB. Yeah, no, it's great. So YouTube's going to get to stream 21 free games this year. It's the third year of their deal. Um, which is the good news is, is that last season they only got to stream four games. Yeah, because COVID, the shortened season, so they I guess I guess the ratio to make it work. I guess yeah, they only got four, but you know it's a good option. It, you know for the youth, you know uh, free option, which especially teams you don't get to see. Um, so far, you know they got the game of the week, so pretty much it looks like they're going to get a game each week. Roughly, they announced the first I think four games I have it here. So April seventh. It's going to be the Rays versus uh, Red Sox at Fenway. Then they got Angels versus Astros on the 22nd of April. Then Twins at Indians on April 28th. On all future matchups, because it's going to be announced throughout the season. But there's one change this year, oh, which yeah. I do like. I think I like it too. So in 2021, there's going to be a YouTube player of the game where fans watching on mobile devices and on the computers can vote to which player will receive a trophy during their post post game show. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so not only is it just oh YouTube player of the game because it's YouTube game, but no, they actually get a trophy and they're going to be in a, they're going to win an award. It's yeah. sweet. It kind of reminds me of like football games, like you know the player of the night kind of thing. Or yeah, something. and then it kind of reminds you kind of like on the Thanksgiving game on with football. Exactly. Yeah. They get the you know right. the turkey exactly. for years, and now it's just you know you get um yeah. So it, so it's just a regular game, but it actually makes this game just a little bit more special for the team that's playing. It's like, well, you know, this isn't a normal game. I mean, it is a normal game, but somebody's going to get a trophy in this game because they're an outstanding player. And I even say something that where they can bring YouTube creators on to do the stream as well. So they ah. might be in the chat or vice versa, try to expand the game. How's that going to work with MLB doesn't want YouTubers to be showing <sighs> it, their stuff? It's going to be interesting. Well, it's going to be very interesting if it actually does happen. Hey, can but, we stream this game? What's up, guys? Right? But yeah, MLB is going to take care of it. They'll do the um, all the 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 commentary and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's basically, yeah. It's, yeah. You're just going to get another uh, stream to see it. So it's good for YouTube because this also promotes people to get a better idea of, hey, I'm, it's okay to watch uh, TV and shows and things like that on YouTube, which yeah. can help promote YouTube's uh, stream. Yeah, because, you know, the future is people are cord cutting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the deal with, like, NFL is coming up, so everyone's, like, with Amazon getting involved. 
with they're getting a bigger stretch of you know Prime's going to have so many games. Yeah. So they'll get the NFL package. We're almost certain here in the next couple of years. So could someone like YouTube, since they're early on in it, get baseball? Get a good baseball package. Yeah, that'd be cool. So we'll have to wait and see with that. All right. Well, let's uh, move on. So the next thing I want to talk about is uh, Trevor Bauer. You know, not a week goes by that this guy's not in headlines for at least a couple of weeks. We um, something we get to talk about. But this him. is this is weird though because he was you know he's getting he was warned from the MLB. They warned him that they might be fining him if he continues to promote brands on his uniform. Yeah. And I think what I saw it wasn't even crazy. It was like a B on his belt yeah. or his shirt. So yeah. So Sunday he got his warning letter, and of course he. Went right to Twitter, yeah. and his Twitter said, MLB, we can't market players if they don't want to be marketing themselves. Player market himself, MLB, that is strict prohibited. We are going to fine you if you do that again. So pretty much it was his company, Bauer Outage. His undershirt showed a little bit unbuttoned, yeah. the top logo, and then he had the logo again on his belt. I think this is getting ridiculous now. You know, Apparently in the note it says, specifically you violate Section 2 that prohibits you from having corporate identification or any of the logos visible Apart your undershirt, except for your club logo, the Major League Baseball silhouette batter logo, or a logo approved by MLB. The letter from Michael Hill, the, in, the senior vice president of on-field operations, and of course, an unauthorized logo was visible in your undershirt and also your belt on six and the eleventh. So, letter ended with note saying you're subject to discipline, including possible of a fine if the violations continue. Look, man, like you said, get with the times. Uh, players should be allowed to promote themselves. I mean, you're, you're going to allow them to sign a deal with Nike or somebody and wear their cleats. I don't understand the, yeah. the difference. One thing, yes, like corporate logos, like a company. But if it's your company yeah, like, that you're promoting, right. what's the big deal? Like, yeah, it's not like we're saying you put a Condom Depot thing <laughs> on the back of your pants <laughs> like a UFC fighter. You, right, you or <laughs> Dick Sporting Good Belt. Like, That's you what know, I'm saying, like, yeah. Or, yeah. But remember, he came up with something about corporate logos. It was fine for... When they put an in and out burger on shoes, but he got, you know, warning about wearing the Joe um, Kelly cleats last exactly. year. Exactly. Which, this is getting ridiculous. I feel like they have it out for him. Or, you know, in general, the MLB just wants to make the rules as they go. Like, they want to prove everything. Yes or no? Yes or no? It's like, you guys got to meet some middle ground. Let these guys, uh, like like Bryce Harper said, you know, it's not fun if you're not letting them, Let I don't the know. Kids play. Exactly. So, yeah. So, last week we talked about minor league baseball starting up. Well, of course, after we did the episode... They announced some new rules that's coming to minor league baseball that they're going to trial like everything else. You know, the pitch clock, the two minutes in between innings and stuff they started there. Um, a couple other different rules. So they have some more rules they want to test out this year. So it's going to be the testing ground for various experimental rules, creating more balls in play, um, action on the base pass, improving the pace of the game, length of game, reduction of injuries that the MLB announced on Thursday. Yeah, man. There's a couple of them that I don't know if I'm okay with, but, you know, we'll see. Like, the first one isn't that bad. Triple yeah. A, they're going to get larger bases. Yeah, so, you know, slightly larger base for Triple A. So, just 90 feet away from the base to base is the big league standard, but the bases are 50 inches long. Well, with the new rule that MLB suggests for Triple A this year, they're going to be 18 inches square. So, you're talking three inches more. That closer, so, but the thing is for less um, collisions. But also, it's going to be performed better in wet conditions. Because mm. if you remember back in, I think it was 2017, Bryce Harper slipped on a bag and injured his knee. Yeah. So this could be – I like that part where it's help with bad so injury part. It's like, okay, I get that. But this is going to help steals. I think those close plays are like inches apart. Absolutely. you got three or inches now. 
Right, but I like it like you said because it gives them they don't have to adjust their steps to touch that bag. Now that it's a little bit bigger, they got a little bit more room to mm-hmm. make a mistake or, or you know, spread out their legs more too. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I think it's I think that's that's not terrible. I'm not I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um the the other one is kind of interesting is double A. Double uh, A, yes. This they, is my other one I kinda like. Yeah, they can't shift. They they basically said that they have four infielders and they have to stay in the infield. Yeah. So the requirement that all four infielders have their cleats in the outer bounds of the infield dirt when the pitch is delivered all in double A. The infielder will be never be um Miss Summer in double A this year, but the first base and second baseman, shortstop and third base will be required to have both feet completely in front of the dirt boundary when the pitch is delivered. So so this makes me think of MLB's trying to make more action. So they want to increase the batting average this way. Yes. And since they're also, you know, making the balls less bouncy, they got to find another way to get people on bag and make it more exciting. Yes. Yeah, so pretty much just takes out like usually your second baseman going to shallow right field. Right. Which where is a, a strong, you know, play. a ball streams past to that area, which usually was a single until they started doing the shifting is an out now. Well, that one is gone now for at least double a, right. But there's also a possibility where in the middle of the season this year, they might make the rule where only two infielders are allowed on each side of the pitching mounds. So it pretty much says third base and shortstop got to stay on their side, and second baseman and first base got to stay on this side about halfway through the season if they decide to try it out in double A. Okay. So that's going to be interesting to watch, see if they pull that one, because that's going to be completely ruining the shift then. Right, and, that, and that's why, and that's probably why they're putting a double A. They're like, this is a good enough rule to where we actually want to see the results in a high level play, but also at the same time, we don't want to make too big of an adjustment right now. We yeah, just want to see what's going on. If you think about it, if they try to make the umpires like, it makes it easier. Like, okay, you're in the field dirt. Okay, yeah, there's that we can stop the shift. Like, it's easier to point out. But now the two and two, that's gonna be just like, yeah, you can't go over there. So don't, I don't have to worry about if you're in the infield or not. I mean, I get it, especially for lefties, man, because, you know, most lefties are going to pull it regardless. Mm-hmm. So if you take that out of the equation, you might see more more on uh, The average bats. will go up. Yeah, exactly. It's more hits, what they, more what they action. Want. Exactly. Um, all right, well, the next one I, I'm thinking of, I'm not sure. I know they got a couple different ones, but this one is the one that I'm kind of, like, iffy about. So in high A ball, the pitcher now has step to off. step off the rubber to throw to any base. This is a huge disadvantage for lefties, yes. in my opinion. Because the quick throw. Your foot has to come off the rubber completely to throw it. So, I mean, this is crazy. So this helps steal, Steelers, yes. Steelers in general. Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah, like you said, it does screw the left-handers. Right-handers, you pretty much had to turn anyways. But, yeah, left-handers are the one that's I mean, get- think about it. So if you're lefty and you got a slow motion to home, you can't rely on just looking at them and, and try to play mind games. Once that foot goes up, they can go, yeah. and all you can do at that point, you can't, even pick, one of the bases. You can't yeah. even pick them off. You have to go home because your foot is on the rubber. Yep. So once this, once the lefty's right leg comes off the mound, that's a wrap. Yeah. They're gone. So that's going to be crazy. I don't even. They're going to have to find a super quick step. It, it's going to be interesting. That's yep. that's going to be. We're going to see a lot of steals there. Uh, the next one in low A, which I kind of like, because this thing kind of annoys me sometimes. <laughs> sometimes is the limit of two pickoffs per p- plate appearance. Right, but what's so? What's the underlying thing? Because you know, in my opinion, if you can only do two pickoffs per per plate appearance, well, then then after those two pickoffs, they can just roll. They can just run away. They can run, and they got pitch. To the, they got a pitch. I think I saw something that said you can you can do another pickoff attempt after the second one, but if you don't get them out, if they safely make it back to the bag that they were occupying, then something. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know what the result is, but so that one's going to be definitely interesting to take a look at. Yeah. 
So then the next one in uh, and, low A West. Well, and also on that one, that the result of that, the only two pickoff plate per appearances, I think in a letter they said that this was a result from them listening to the fans. Yeah, because they're tired of it. And I'm tired <laughs> of like, oh my God, another pickoff attempt. I get it. Just throw the damn ball to the plate. And you're right. If they want to speed up the game and they that don't like the way they think, that's something slowing it down. Yeah. All right, so what's next? Uh, the next is the 15-second pitch clock from low A. So this will be... We've kind of hit not we've really had, the force, but I think they're going to force it down. Well, we, but we've had a pitch count in, in It's not leagues. really the force. I think okay. I think it's kind of there to try to get it better. But, but at the same time, it might it's still there, but it works. It's not that's not that's not going to be yeah. something crazy. Then the next one is the one everyone's we thought was going to eventually come is the automatic ball strike system in low A Southwest only. The long proposed automatic ball strike system will finally become reality in ball with the experiment through a human umpire will still be positioning behind home plate but the hawkeye tracking system will be used to deliver the audio signal to the home plate umpire who will then relay the ball or strike call <laughs> what's he gonna do though other than that i guess call safer um safe at home plate well okay it's fine i mean especially if you have what's his name Come on, the guy who can't get a strike to Hernandez save Hernandez or whatever. God, God, that guy is crazy. He's this, our midseason form, is, first game. This is the the, the sole reason this is, exists, because he can't call balls and no. strikes to save his life. So from that point of view, I completely get it. And you know what? If a pitcher is painting the corners and he's just there and he's pitching a perfect throw, he should deserve that strike. Yeah. I, I like it. I mean, I like the idea. Yeah, so of course, obviously, improve accuracy and, and reduce conversion calls. All my calls have been tested previous in Atlantic League and Arizona Fall League, and Tottenham had, had progressed in point where MLB wants to see it in action in a full season to properly assess the impact of the game. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, let's see how it does, you know, because, God, if it's close calls – there's going to be some heated players. Yeah, there's a lot of rule changes here, and if they start implementing half of these in the MLB, you're going to see a lot of uh, purists <laughs> going to be upset about what's happening to the game. Um, but, you know, I think it's going in the right direction for the most part. There's yeah. still some things that need to be fixed. Yeah, they're just trying to make the game, try to get the younger crowd. I get it. You know, it is a boring game. Younger people are, you know, their attention spans are getting less and less. Well, it's only boring if they don't understand the rules. Yes. And that's why. If, if you know what's going on, man, it's just like this is the perfect, you know, perfect yeah. scenario. It's just like. I think any sport you need to know just what's going uh, on. Well, yes. I can make I can make an argument that there's a lot of action on some other sports. You can yeah. just watch it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I don't know. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yes. If you, yeah, if you know the sport, regardless of which sport you're playing, then yes, you can definitely appreciate yeah. the strategy. Yeah, and then with baseball, there's just so much history involved. Mm -hmm. You know, we simplify, you know, old records and stuff that probably would never be broken. Like Cal Ripken, no one's ever going to touch that record. Probably not. Home run record, it's gonna, it's gonna be close. Like I don't know. Somebody maybe could do that. I don't know. But there's some pitching records that might not get touched. Never, like yeah. like we're, not, we're not gonna see any more 300 game winners. Probably. I don't think so. Like unless it, things change, I don't know what could happen. But especially with some more teams nowadays are looking at six man rotations, and, and, and that's interesting. Right. And I think the other reason why we might not see um, any more 300 game winners is because everybody nowadays is starting to get their arms stronger. They're throwing a hundred miles an hour, and that's taking a toll. Yeah. So all right. Well, so, yeah. So I think it's it kind of with some news and stuff we'll talk about. So we'll take a quick break and we'll start breaking down the American League, starting with the AL East. We'll be right back. All right, all right we are back. All right, so uh, let's uh, break it down. We're going to start with the AL East, and the first team on that is the Orioles. Yeah, so we're not doing no particular order like we how the thing are finished. We're kind of it's kind of alphabetically. 
So just stay with us. So the Baltimore Orioles, 2020, they, you know, are short in season. They were 25 and 35. Yeah, man, uh, I don't have anything good to say about them except for they got Trey Mancini back, and that's a positive. Yes. But other than that, they you only – They're key additions. They just signed uh, – Matt Mark, Harvey. <laughs> the, the, Matt Harvey and King Flix to minor league deals, but uh, Mikel um, Franco just, the, what, two days ago. So okay. we'll see what they do with that. But, yeah, you know, this is rebuilding. We all know this is right. happening. They have five top 100 prospects right now, you know. Of course, one of them is Ryan Mountcast here. We saw him in Norfolk. He was MVP two seasons ago, so he's technically still a rookie, so he can go for rookie of the year. Shoot, so he could if make they, some noise. If they want to give him some time to play. Most likely, they they enjoyed him, so he'll play one of the corner outfields positions. But then, of course, everyone's watching the number one prospect or number two prospect, but they're number one, Russman, the mm. catcher. We'll maybe see him sometime this year. I don't know. You know, missing last year, minor league, just being in the bubble. We're hoping to see him here in Norfolk once the season starts. Yeah, if, hey, look, if you get to him and Matt Harvey, we can have a Harvey day. I, I think, don't know. I think Harvey's making the club. He's doing well, especially with King Phillips now apparently hurting. I think they're going to need I'll Matt Harvey. I'll take King Phillips in, down here, too. Give me one of the guys. I don't care. So, yeah. so um, I'm not. They're not making the playoffs. I'm telling you guys I, no, right now. Unless, yeah, no, unless – yeah, because no, there's not. really no one. Because I looked at them, like they add anyone like – Look Unless their, the young players start doing well, but remember, this is not a sixty-game season. This is one hundred sixty-two. Do right. I think they're gonna have some some good games? Yes, but the pitching it's just not there yet. Now, if they get some of the younger guys they have down in like Double A and stuff come up, right? Then yes, there's a possibility. But the way it's looking, I don't see them as a playoff team. No, I mean, look at their division, man. There's there's nowhere for them to go right now. Now, now, two three years might be a different story. We'll be talking about, but this year. Yeah, unfortunately, Orioles fans will be a long season. That 25% will probably be all you need for the stadium unless <laughs> Yankees come to town. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Oh, man. So next, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. You know, 2020, they're 32-28. They made the playoffs, but unfortunately, they lost to the Rays. And I guess the wild card round, as we call it. Look, man, I like this team. Yes. They're pretty solid, especially for a team that doesn't have a true home field advantage this year and last year. So, yeah. So they're starting in Florida, like the, I guess like the first two homesteads. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to most likely go to Buffalo, okay. what people are hearing. So then I'm like, where's Buffalo going to play then? Exactly. But then they're hoping by all-star break they're allowed back in Canada. Well, that's not guaranteed, though, so we don't know. And yeah. They, and it's still got have them shifting their whole schedules around to find a place to live for a home field. That's, that's not good. Um, but the good news is – they have Vlad Jr., Bichette, Biggio, Hyunjin Ryu, and now they added Springer. Yeah. So their key additions to me, of course, was Springer, the trade with Mats to get another pitcher, and then Tyler uh, Chatwood. You know, they added – they finally got the pitching because, you know, their pitching was question mark. Ryu, yeah, Ryu became, has become the ace. Uh, they had Taiwan Walker. Of course, he signed with the Mets, so they needed to fill a void. Mats could be that back-end guy. We'll see if he can fix what he's – issue with the Mets but you know they still have four top 100 prospects and they have the seventh best farm team that this was announced so biggest thing for me the pitching is a question mark what starters they're gonna get whether they're gonna get out of them but that young infield is stacked well like I said they're in a great division though um but uh yeah my I have the same concern you do I feel like they just need to solidify their pitching and they should be good but that's still a question mark yeah so all-star break they're in it oh yeah i can see some trades happening absolutely to especially a starter or two like for example we'll talk about them like if like the ashers or someone are tanking mm-hmm. 
Granky's on his last year's deal. I would take a second half Granky for a mid-level prospect to try to make the playoff run yeah. if I was Blue Jays, something like that. I think they got the talent that uh, another pitcher like Granky would be a great addition yeah. um, and actually give him a real run. Yeah, so definitely this is a team to keep an eye on. I do think they can sneak into the playoffs, but remember, we don't have expanded playoffs. There's only five teams getting in the playoffs this year, so I do see them possibly as a wildcard team this year. Okay. Next, the Red Sox. Well, you got your coach back. <laughs> you know, you're 24 and 36 last year. You're technically last in the AL East last year. It's either they do they win or they lose bad. Yeah, and they're always they finish last either first or last or second. Like yeah, they don't finish at three four in the division usually. Yeah, they're they're going with the uh, money ball approach by saving money on their payroll. Um, you know, they're effective enough to put together a good team, but unfortunately, I don't think this is their year. I think it's almost time to call it rebuilding. Yeah. You know, Chris Sale will be back sometime this year from Tommy John surgery. We don't know exactly when. Mm -hmm. They're hoping somewhere around the All-Star break. There's no really clue yet. But after that, you think of their pitching, there really isn't any besides Sale. Um, ben Attendee was traded. You know, you of course, traded Mookie Betts last year. Yep. So, you have a bunch of young guys, but mm -hmm. the question marks. It's yeah, like, that's not the division to have a team set up like this right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, speaking of, the next one is the Tampa Bay Rays. They're the defending AL champs. Yep. They should be good to pick up where they left off. Um, the only issue that I saw is that they lost Blake Snell and Charlie Morton. Yeah. And so, they have failed to replace them adequately. Yeah. So, you know, 40-20 and 20 last year, lost to the Dodgers in the World Series. Yes, they traded Snell away, which I think will bite him the ass. They lost Morton in free agency. Yes, they, they added Rich Hill. They added a couple other – you know, veteran-ish, but, but it's not you know, a replacement. Not the, a good replacement. Yeah, the, the question mark. Exactly. But the only thing I swear, like every year, you hear about the Rays is their damn farm system. They oh. have eight top 100 prospects. Okay. How currently, many, how many of those are pitchers? <laughs> I think I think three or four. Okay, well they're gonna need them. Yeah. So of course, know. you know, a couple years ago, um, Honeywell, he was the MVP of the Futures Game, bright career, and injuries have piled up. Could it be this year by maybe, what is it, All-Star? Could he make a noise finally for them? They have Brandon McKay, who's been up and down. He, of course, had a little sore surgery last year. Could he be back sometime in the future? They, I think they just sent him down to AAA or okay. minor league camp to start stretching him out, but he'll most likely get some at-bats because, remember, he's that dual threat that they got. Um, But can our boy Randy Ozarina stay hot and win Rookie of the Year because he's technically still a rookie? Yeah. Uh, but – can they replace the pitching? You know, Archer coming back, yes, but it's like, okay, it's a cool story. It's where he started, but if anyone could fix a pitcher, I feel like it's the Rays. Because, look, they got Glassnell, mm -hmm. which they, for a deal, and he's pretty much their ace now with Snell leaving and Charlie Morton leaving. And apparently he added a pitch, so we'll see how that does, but. Yeah, their guys are going to have to step up yeah. uh, to be effective. Yeah. They could. I'm not going to bet on it, but, you know, they could. Yeah. That's all. So. Well, the biggest team to talk about in this division are the Yankees. Yeah. Um, I think their only goal here is to avoid injury. Yeah. So, you know, 2020, they're 33-27. They lost to the Rays in the ALDS. Big key expectations. They got two pitchers, mm -hmm. but with question marks. <laughs> Jameson Talon is coming off injury, and Corey Kluber is coming off injury. They both only pitched one inning last season. Yeah, it's not good. It's, yes. Talon is a great young guy, but injuries the last couple of years. Kluber – Will be his old self or the, you know, older guy that they've seen recently. You know, they remodeled their rotation, of course, with Cooper and Talon, but 
it offers high ceiling talents, but the question marks. You got Montgomery, probably figures be your back end guy, and then of course you got your young guys to fill out the last two spots. So it's like, what do you do? Well, like I said, man, they just as long as everybody can stay healthy, they have a shot. And it doesn't even matter. Their pitching could be mediocre because the rest of their lineup is like solid yeah. cleanup hitters. Yeah. And you just got to make sure that Stanton's healthy, that Judge is healthy, that every you know, I'm just saying if that's if you can get your guys just to be healthy for a season, you got a real shot. Yeah. They they got to be one of the favorites if they're healthy. I oh mean, yeah. yeah. I think have to be. I think right now I think they do have the best World Series odds out of the American League. Okay. I think they're second or third overall, but I think they're the best in American League. And with good that. reason. Yeah. You know, fortunately, you know, injuries last year, while they kind of slipped there at the end to let the Rays take the division last year, but they'll be a favorite yet again. Yeah. No surprise, especially no. with the Rays losing those two pitchers we just Absolutely. talked about. Right. Right now, you can say Yankees, it's your division to lose. Yeah. Well, you, now, yeah. Blue Jays. Blue Jays could have a shot. Rays somehow, some way that they fix their pitching. We don't know, but, you know, it's the full season this year. Anything can happen. Absolutely. So, yeah. So that is our American League East. All right. Now we're going to the Central. The Central, which we knew, came down to, what, two games left of the season last year to who's getting the division, who wasn't. But but then didn't they fall apart regardless? Like everybody, they, Oh, yeah. They all lost in the first round, it was the nuts. wild card round. Yeah, it was crazy. Both Centrals, AL and National League, which yeah. I thought was funny. Um, but what I like about the White Sox yeah. is that their team is solid. So so sweet. Yeah, this you know this team could, knew that they could probably make playoffs last year, expanded playoffs. They did. You know, they're 35 and 25. They lost in the wild card round. They gained Lance Lynn. Adam Eaton came back, and they signed the best reliever in Liam Hendricks. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I mean, look, if you look at their rotation, they got three super solid uh, yeah, stars. Yeah, so now you Lance have – Lance Lynn. You got Giolito. Giolito. And then you Keichel. have – And Keuchel. So yeah. you got your three heads. Now you got your younger guys fighting for four or five. Exactly. Michael Kolprick, you know, he opted out last year. Mm-hmm. He's that flamethrower that he got with the Red Sox deal. Yeah, yeah. He's come out of the bullpen right now, and then soon he'll be back in the rotation. I like that guy. And he's looking great so far this spring. So you add him as your fourth, and then you get the other guys fighting for the fifth spot, or if they go to six man, right? But but even so, their team, you know, with their sluggers like Anderson, Yohan Moncada, Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Jimenez, yeah. those guys are going to make the team great, and then that's going to fuel the pitchers to have their own thing. Like, hey, who's going to be better? It's going to they're going to feed off of the the energy. That's all I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is going to be a great team. Yeah, it's going to be. It runs the, 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 the Padres, biggest thing man. is, of course, everyone's been going into the season is the manager. You got an old school manager now with this young I know. team. What and- a shock, right? <laughs> yeah. We were shocked when we heard about it last I'm like, year. What? Like what happened? Especially a guy who like we thought did well. Like like, but I thought he should have been manager of the year. Yeah, he came in like second year. or third, but Yeah, and then they let his ass go. Um <laughs> like you said, replace him with um uh who was it? Uh, was it uh <laughs> wow, what are we doing? Uh, I, I keep wanting to uh, say Tommy Lasorda. It is. Oh, okay. But the, the, my other thought was, did he die? <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. Wait. So. Uh, wow. Why are we drawing names? No, right he, now? Tommy Lasorda is dead. So it's yeah, not it's him. not. It's Lasorda. It's um. All right, we're Cardinals manager. Wow, Larusa. La we are so off. Wow. Uh, so yeah, Tony Larusa. So anyways, like you said, you get a guy like Larusa, who we know is a great manager, but. You got this young team, and, and our, he hasn't managed him what and, and three, four I years. I know that's what I'm saying. He's been what he's been 
Diamondbacks is like a special advisor GM or something. And then Dude, he 76, was, man. And then with MLB, the last, I think, year, and then, of course, then the whole DUI thing that came out right after they signed him. It's it's interesting, but apparently, um, you know, they're ready to roll with them. So we'll keep an eye on that. Next is the Cleveland Indians. I don't know where you go with this team. You know, 2020, you know, we said they're within, they technically finished third. They're 35 and 25, lost the wild card round as well. And they, they just lost Lindor. Yeah. The biggest addition is the guy that we gave him, you know, Jimenez. I liked him, but I like what we got instead. And most likely they're saying he'll be the shortstop opening day, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, they had the AL Cy Young pitching triple crown winner. But other than that, what do you expect from this team? It's like you got your younger players, get you some veteran. But overall, if you look at the team – you're not excited about this team. I mean, the only thing I'm excited about is their rotation with Shane Bieber up there and Zach Plessick. Yeah. Um, but but if your other prospects and stuff are not panning out, they're gonna, like, what do you do? I feel like they're like one of those borderline teams. They could make a run for the wild card or they might fall off, and I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah, it's like do they fall off early enough where they start trading some of the guys? But I feel like they already trade the guys that they're going to trade, but – it's gonna be interesting with this team. I don't know what to do with them. Like, yeah. The, so that's one of our fringe teams that they might make it. They might not. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So let's move on. <laughs> let's talk about the Tigers. Tigers. You know, 2020, 23 and thirty five. They added Ramos and Jonathan Sco- Scope. The future looks bright. You know, but could could it be another year long where you see your top pitching prospects come up, give you some hype? You know, I, at least I some watching see, games. I want to see some Casey Mize. You know, I like I like seeing this. Yeah, but you know, most likely next year you'll see the number their number one pick this past draft. Torkelson will be the probably where it's like okay, this is our uptick now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got an aging Cabrera. Couple other aging Ramos to kind of come in to help the young guys out, right? So this is this is but part, this is part of their buildup. You got AJ Puck now. You uh-huh. got a new manager where he's went through a rebuild with younger players and veterans and and with the Astros. So you know he has history with the young guys. So he gets a bunch of young guys coming up. They had a bunch of early draft picks. They have another early draft pick this year. I can't wait to see what this team becomes in right. the next three to four years. Right. This team this team is definitely on its way up on the build. Um, you know, everybody's basically saying that this is going to be a good team to watch uh, next year. Yeah, next year definitely we'll start seeing it peak a little bit, especially if like Cleveland bails out. Um, you know, White Sox is young, so they'll be around for a while. And then, of course, next team we talk about the Royals are rebuilding, and then the Twins is going to be a question mark we're going to talk about here in a little bit too. So they definitely have the uptick to possibly make this. So let's go right into the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, another team that's not going to be that good this year. Yeah. Um, but they got a lot of upside too, like you said. They're they're working their way up. Um, but I mean, who do they? They added a uh, Benintendi, Miner. and they added Benintendi with the trade from the Red Sox. Yeah, exactly. But you know the rebuild's going, and Light has shown a little bit this spring with Bobby Witt tearing up spring training. You know the number two pick was it two drafts ago has shown why he was number two pick. So I don't think you'll see him this year at the earliest, maybe next year. But you know I think he was drafted out of high school, so. For him to be having a good spring already and hitting balls, bombs, which I thought he was more of an average hitter, but he's seen the ball very well. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on him, but, you know, because he went number two right after Rushman um, two drafts ago, if okay. I remember correctly. So there's a lot of hype, but like I said, high schooler. You're thinking a couple of years, but if he's already seen the ball well in major league camp, it's going to be interesting 
to try to hold him down another two years. So if he has a strong minor league season and a strong spring training next year, he might have to make the team out of camp. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he definitely has something to show because, like I said, Kansas City, I'm not expecting him to be that great, so he should have opportunities to shine. Yeah. The last team we're talking about in the AL Central will be the Minnesota Twins. You know, they're the division winner. They're 36-24, and 24, lost the wild card round just like everyone else. Key additions, no one really. But do they need key additions? They lost, you know, Rich Hill. They lost uh, Trevor May. Um, Who else they lost? I feel like they lost one other player. But, you know, could last year be the peak? Or should the, be, there's a one or two more years out of these guys? Because, you know, they lost their top prospect to the freak ice incident <laughs> where he pulled his ACL and was done for the year. Everyone was hoping for him to be the shortstop, be up this year. But but what I'm saying is the Twins added Andrelton Simmons. He could be a oh, goal right. they did that. Yeah, You know, they got Max Kepler, Josh Donaldson, Nelson Cruz. They got guys who can hit. So yeah. they're, they're going to have the bats. Yeah. It's just it's, – it's, I and think then, what we've been saying a lot tonight is the pitching. But I'm saying Kenta Maeda, you saw what he did last yes. year. They got Jose Berrios. Uh, yeah, they're they're young guy. Yep. I'm just saying that they they have guys. It's just which guys are going to show up. Right. I, they can't. They're like I think they're better than Cleveland. I feel like it's going to be down to Twins and so, White Sox again this so year. Could, so it could be another possible wild card team. It's, it could be a, yeah. a team that could be good. But even if they make it. I don't know if I have enough faith for them I, to go far. I thought last year was finally going to be the year because they added yeah. a bunch of veterans. Like, okay, this could be the year where they finally get over the Yankee hump. Yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't. Right. Yankees, but, I mean. Not, it, no, Yankees didn't play them. But, yeah, they unfortunately lost in the first round like everyone else in that division. It's it's sad, but, you know, hopefully. Something to keep an eye on. I mean, they, they could be exciting. It, they could. It's going to be a lot more exciting than watching the Orioles. That's all I know. Yes, very much and so. And the Tigers, probably. All right, well, with that, let's move on to the AL West, and let's talk about the most hated team in recent baseball history, the Astros. Uh, I think everyone's over the Astros now, I feel like. You I know, don't. <laughs> yeah, there's certain people, you know, like, okay, it's 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 over. But, you know, 2020, they finished right under 500 at 29-31. But, they, of course, they lost to the Rays in the ALCS. They made a run, which shocked a lot of people. It did. It shocked me, for the sure. The pitching, because you're like, okay, Vern Leonard's out. Mm-hmm. Who else is going to step up? And they won their first series. Like, okay. Then they won the second series. I'm like, okay, what is going on? And I'm like, I swear to God, if they go back to the World Series, I'd give up. But it, but it's kind of – we're kind of in the same situation that we thought we were – we were talking about last season – where we said this team could be disbanding, short, uh, you know, slowly yeah. when they are. They lost Springer. Yep. Verlander might as well be gone. I don't understand how he's going to come back. And when he does come back, I'd be shocked yeah. if he was a starter. He's what, 35, 30 something? I'm not yeah. sure. He just threw his first pitch today. But he's not supposed to be back till what, October? He, no, he's not. They're rolling out pretty much this whole season. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just, just, he has one more he's y- not, deal, year left on his deals next year. You might as well count Verlander out. I love him, but he's not coming back. And if he is, he's not going to be the same guy. He, he's done. So you so, lost Springer, you lost Verlander. What do you have left? Altuve and Bregman. You got pretty much your infield still, right? And then you add Jake um, Odorizzi late spring training. So technically, he still hasn't pitched. Okay, we're two weeks away from opening day. So is he going to be ready, or are you going to like finally get him start going? Where he might be an early pull during regular season, the first couple starts. You know, you lost Springer. You know, center. So it's like who's playing center is the biggest question right now. Then after, you know, the pitching staff did well last year in a shortened season. 
But remember, we're back to a full season again. Exactly. Will the young guys stay up? You know, Jake Odorizzi, he has had injuries this past couple seasons, but really shake it off and become the pitcher that, you know, he's been average. We don't know with this team. Well, the good news for them is that they know how to win. They've been here before. They're definitely going to try to fight for a playoff spot. But we saw last year they barely made it to the playoffs. And now they lost a big addition to their team. They lost Springer. And a guy that would carry them through the playoffs. And we have a bigger season. So I don't know if they can do it this year. I know that, you know. This uh, is a team to watch because if (laughs) they somehow start doing bad. It's going to be hit or miss, man. You know, Carrera's contract's up. Yeah. Do you trade him if you're completely out of the playoff race? I think you do. A rental, you might get not the greatest prospects, but you might get something. You know, this is probably Dusty Baker's last chance because I don't know if they're going to sign him after this year. Because if you lose Carrera, you start losing your other guys. Like, okay, we're starting. You're thinking about rebuilding now. Mm-hmm. He's not going to want to be in that. You know, he's older. Like he thought maybe this is his last chance, anyways, to try to win a World Series as a coach. Well, I, I think that you know, the rankings probably have them in as the middle of the pack, and they think that they have a good chance to compete. I'm not sold yet, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they did because, like I said, they know how to win. They yes. know how to get there, but I'm still not sold. Yeah. So let's talk about the next team, the Los Angeles Angels. God, these guys are a letdown. You guys <laughs> got to get in the playoffs for my boy, Mike Trout. If not, let him play for the Mets. I don't know what else to say to y'all. You got Randone. You got Showtime. You got Pujols, who's like 58 years old, doesn't want to tell us how old he is. <laughs> what do you think about this? So, man? you know, they added Kurt Suzuki <laughs> and Alex Cobb. Which is Cobb good. through trades, so and they needed some pitching since I thought they were going to go all in, give Bauer whatever he wanted, but apparently that wasn't the go because, you know, Mickey Callaway didn't want to sign them, but Mickey Callaway is a whole other discussion right now. Yep. But, you know, will this be the year that Trout finally sees the playoffs? Does Otani have a good year on the mound? Because, you know, he's recently been crushing home runs in spring training. Will the six-man rotation work for the Angels? Because they said they're going with that. And will it push them over the edge to finally crack the postseason drought Look, that man, they are currently on? I don't think they're making the playoffs this season. I, I think they need another bat. I think they need another bat and, and another a pitcher. Arm. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. They need one more guy in rotation and a bat in the lineup. I don't know. I mean, if Showtime shows up finally, if he finally is the double-player Bay Bruce style guy we thought he was, there might be a slim chance. But they still need to add one more guy at yeah. least, at a minimum. I think there will be, if they are in it, a team could be active at the trade deadline. Yes, yes, they would need that. I don't know, man, I, I really don't know. They need, like, the Justin Upton of last, of like 10 years ago. Yeah. They need, some, they need some guys to bring back the magic. I don't know what they need, but... Um, yeah. I feel like, like you said, man, I feel like there's another arm missing and another bat. Yeah. like That's what they need. They do. They need a lot. They're, you know. s- they're kind of there, but they're not. And I know Trout's over the comments, the questions. And I'm over him playing on the West Coast. <laughs> Bring my man to the East Coast. I want to see some games. You know, but, you know. Put him see, on the Orioles. Seeing his pose, like, you <laughs> know, he's care. having a great time at spring training, especially bringing his son. That's cute. You know, but <laughs> it, it's still, it's like, it's like, dude. We um, need some hardware. Besides your personal hardware. I know. I'm like, saying, God, like stacking. But he needs, I just need to see him in postseason. I, I don't know what else to say. So they got a new GM. Hopefully he can figure it out in the next year or two because you're got, wasting this uh, man. And you're, you're not only, not only are you wasting Mike Trout, you're wasting Anthony Rendon's talent. You're wasting some other guy's talent. Showtime needs to show up. Yeah. It's just a lot needs to happen. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like um, if Pujols hits 25 home runs, they make the playoffs. 
it's gonna be kind of hard to do, especially you're not getting to play every day because Otani is gonna be taking. But that's a lot what. Of DH. But that's what I'm saying. That's my prediction. If Pujols can get 25 home runs, you must be good enough that you're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> yeah. So next, we're gonna talk about the defending AL West champions, the Oakland Athletics. Of course, they finished 36 and 24, but lost in the ALDS to, I believe, it was the Astros. Yeah, well, you know what happened there. <laughs> crazy. Um, but, yeah, the, the a- Athletics, uh, I think they're pretty good. Um, they're not terrible. Um, they got Tre- uh, Trevor Rosenthal and Sergio Romo to help in their bullpen, so that's pretty good. Yeah, because um, they, they lost Liam Hendricks. That was a big loss there. It was. It really was. Um, but, you know, the, the team still has some issues. Yeah. Um, they could be good. I think it's another it's another one of those teams that might be right yeah, there. Yeah, because you don't know exactly what the young guys like A.G. Puck, their top prospect. He's been battling injuries. Is he finally going to step up? So I got where the key pitchers that walk, it's time to, for your, some of your stars. Is it time to start selling your stars? Because I don't know what's going to happen first. A long-term deal with one of your players or a new stadium first? Mm. Um, the starting rotation is a big question right now. Then the bullpen has some little questions. You did fill some gaps, but are they the same fillers that you lost i don't know man they're being pretty tight with their spending so th- you're right what does that mean are, are we throwing into a new stadium or i feel or, like it's like the it's like they're the west coast rays we can we can call yeah, them that sure well you they, know they they, they build they, players they and then they trade them and let them sign somewhere else i agree um i don't know man i i don't think I don't can they <laughs> repeat as west coast champ the west champions yes will because we don't know, don't know what the astros will gonna do now if they have a terrible season Astros have a terrible season. Angels could be lucky. Okay. Or somehow, some way, this next team we're going to talk about, get getting younger. Prospects are there. Are they finally getting over the hump? And we're talking about the Seattle Mariners. And as the, they were 27-33. They started making some noise towards the end of the season yeah, to he, make that push. And they came up short. Well, people are excited to see Seattle right now. Yeah. you know, um, I, I don't know if they have a, enough, though. But it's, a, like you said, a young team. You think they're about a year away, probably you hear a lot about this team. But they're in a good mix of young players, some veteran players. They add James Paxson back. Mm-hmm. What Paxson are they getting? Ken uh, Giles is signed. But, you know. They're, they, ho- they're hoping to get their prospects up. They uh, have the, the AL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Uh, Kyle did great for them. Um, they have five top prospects. Of course, you know, with uh, Jared Kelnick, we talked about the whole, you know, manipulating time. He's knocking on the door. He got injured, so most like he's going to start in AAA, the bubble. Then if he – I don't know how they're going to – I guess you're going to have to wait for AAA season to see if, how you're doing well against pitchers. Well, like, But if he does well and you're in a race, they're going to call him up, I think. Right. But, you know, like I said, they got a couple of prospect outfielders that they're hoping to get up top 10, Jared Kelenic, and then Taylor Trammell, who's mm-hmm. top 100. Is, is that, do you know if that guy's related to Alan Trammell? I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, you know, Tremble's a good baseball name, so um, he Might possibly be. is. Uh, but like I said, they, they got a lot of young guys that they're really excited yes. about. It kind of reminds me of the White Sox. Yeah, like, uh, but the White Sox are just a little bit, you know, ahead of them right now. Yeah, but yeah, but like with their pitching rotation, they have some young guys. They had packs and bats, so they have some vets that hopefully could help each other out. And this could be that quiet, s- sneaky team if it lines up correctly. It could be. Um, I just feel like, like you said, I feel like they're a year out at least. Yeah, definitely a year they, out. They, they, should, they should have some exciting ball play this year, which should hype them up for next Especially season. Especially when they have um, Suzuki playing with them in scrimmages and stuff. So Yeah, well, that's the most exciting thing I've heard, though. So there's there's that, too. <laughs> well, yeah. So 
And then the last team, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I think uh, I think the, the Rangers missed their opportunity a couple years back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Rangers, they finished last season 22 and 38. Key additions, none. <laughs> they pretty much trade everyone away. You know, the youth movement is on in Texas. I mean, they got they got potential with David Dahl, uh, Nate Lowe. But, no, I'm not excited about yeah, this team. You know, the new stadium might be full on opening day, but that might be the last day it's full. They'll probably have to trade away Gallo. Um, they're not going to have a, a good rotation. No, nobody that stands out to me anyways. No, like, you um, know, last two years they traded everyone they could to start rebuilding. So the GM has a plan to go younger, but it's going to be years before we can see it's gonna it. It's going to be a tough time to watch them this year. That's probably yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. There's nothing else to say about them. There's not a team that I'm really excited to talk yeah. about. So. They were <laughs> hype, you know, Lance Lynn last year, but they traded him, of course, to the White Sox. So, but yeah. All right. Well, you know, with that, um, looks like next week we're going to try to break down the National League for everybody so we can get an idea what the National League is going to look like. Yeah. Um, but as you can see with the uh, the AL, I mean, we have a couple teams we really get excited about. Yankees, White Sox, um, the Astros might have some juice left. Uh, yeah. But the teams that need some help are like the Angels. Uh, Oakland. Oakland definitely needs help. Cleveland, the Twins. Are kind twins. Of yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a toss-up, actually. Blue Jays. Could- Blue Jays are good. They, I think they make it. I think they make it in. And then they have a shot. If they make it in, they definitely have a shot, especially because I'm saying they play against the Yankees all year round, so they, yeah. they know what they're getting into. Yeah. And they're tough enough to be in that division and still succeed. So I like the Blue Jays. Yeah. But, yeah, so that is all for this week, guys. We'll catch on next week. We'll talk about this National League. We'll catch on next time. Peace. Hey, thank you for checking out this episode. If you want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe this podcast with your friends if you want more even more content please go check out our instagram and our youtube channel the beanball podcast we'll catch y'all next time peace